Love and Laughter Holistically Hilarious Family. <laughs> Thank you so much for tapping into the Hilarious Healing Vibes with the Holistically Hilarious Podcast. I am your host, Holistically Hilarious. <laughs> And y'all already know we stay turning up on health and wellness over here, popping bottles of spring water, staying hydrated and educated. Yes, honey, it is a must that you stay in tune with your star player and fuck with yourself the long way and the strong way. (laughs) Because self-love is the best love. So join me right now as we turn up on some health and wellness and do one of our favorite hilarious healing exercises. Inhale love, exhale laughter. Join me right now and close your eyes and inhale love. And exhale laughter. <laughs> yes, honey. And just like that, you were able to raise your vibrations to the frequencies of love, joy, and abundance, and all of those magical things that you are manifesting into your divinely guided lives. <laughs> Thank you for tapping into the hilarious healing vibes and thank you for enjoying the podcast. <laughs> Love and laughter family. <laughs> I am holistically hilarious and I want to tell you guys about the laughter and release full moon ceremony here in Los Angeles on July 16th. Yes, the laughter and release full moon ceremony is going to be hilarious. We're going to be doing some laughter yoga, laughter meditation, and a full moon release. Oh, yes, it's most definitely going to be healing. And then after that, we're going to patronize some wonderful vendors and get you a bite of some vegan food. But if you got a VIP ticket, vegan food is already included in your ticket price. Then we're going to get ready to sit down and enjoy some wonderful Conscious comedy by your girl, Holistically Hilarious. Yes, doesn't this sound hilariously healing? (laughs) Make sure that you go ahead and purchase your tickets today on the website, www.holisticallyhilarious.com. That's www.holisticallyhilarious.com. Hilarious, H-E-A-L-A-R-I-O-U-S dot com. Tell your friends to tell their friends that we are out here healing through laughter. (laughs) See you at the Laughter and Release Full Moon Ceremony. Love and laughter, my holistically hilarious family. You already know who it is. This your God is Holistically Hilarious, your fun, funny, and fabulous host of the Holistically Hilarious Podcast. Yes, thank you so much for tapping into the Hilarious Healing Podcast vibes. I most definitely appreciate y'all divinely guided selves. Today is a special day. I know for those who follow me on social media, um, Holistically Hilarious, Facebook and Instagram, Holistically with a H, Hilarious is H-E-A-L-A-R-I-O-U-S. <laughs> Um, I said three episodes a week. However, that was just the minimum because I don't want nobody to hold me accountable to doing more than, um, I have space to create to do. So today's a a great day. Um, I've been given space and opportunity. I feel like talking. I feel like recording. And so bam, here you go. And you know, it's the solar uh, eclipse, the total solar eclipse in the sign of cancer. You know what I'm saying? New moon, 
in cancer while in cancer season there's a lot going on we are activating that divine fem uh, feminine energy we are allowing ourselves to be vulnerable to really trust the process and have patience and what it is we are manifesting and really focus on our dreams the big picture you know like really see it and hold the vision and hold space for it to come to you and flow to you without a shadow of a doubt so shit is shifting and it's happening and i'm thankful and i'm grateful that i've decided to get in alignment with my greatest self and allow myself to receive what it is you know that um, i know i'm worthy and deserving and what i've been manifesting on so many levels mind body and soul um but anyway I wanted to uh, talk to those who do not know me. And for those who do know Holistically Hilarious from social media, I just want to give you guys a little background on me because it's important. I want you guys to know who it is you're listening to and get, you know, know who I am um, because this is not going to be something that I just do randomly once a month, twice a month. I really want to uh, get you guys tapped into the hilarious healing vibes and um, this is the beginning of a new beginning. I'm setting my intention. So what better day to do it is on the new moon? You know, doing something that I love that I want to see come into a bigger fruition. You know, have more guests on the show. Well, have more guests. <laughs> have my first guest on the show. Because this is the second episode. Terrific Tuesday, July 2nd. Yes. Wow, I said that at 2.22. Look at that. Come on. Divinely Guided. I'm so divinely guided. It's so amazing. And y'all want to tell y'all about my divinely guided story, you know? And so, yeah. Happy new moon. Happy new moon, happy solar solar eclipse in the sign of cancer, you know, a cosmic shakeup, dramatic, dramatic change is happening, you know, a transformation. Shout out to uh, Mercury being in Leo. My Mercury is in Leo. Hey now, so I'm about to be speaking. I got a lot to say. Throat chakra activated. Mercury is the planet of communication. And y'all know how us Leos, you know, we like to talk anyway. We like to uh, speak about ourselves anyway. No, I'm just kidding. You know, kind of. You know, kind of. You know, I'm a true Leo some days. Some days I'm just my moon in Libra. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of days I'm my Gemini rising. That's for sure. Um, I'm pretty much uh, that a lot. But uh, yeah, anyway, 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 and eh, anyway. <laughs> about me, about melanin about melanin who is the person behind holistically hilarious because holistically hilarious came into fruition last year while i was living in houston texas i just recently moved here to la april 8th for eight my numbers and i'm saying it at 8 40 a.m hey now while at 344 y'all i am really big on numbers i'm really big on numbers i'm a number birth i'm a numbers person yes i uh, briefly studied uh astro numerology um, from the brother Lloyd Strahan, look him up. He's amazing. He gets you together. I found him on, uh, YouTube, but, um, yeah. So anyway, about me, Melanin, I am 33 years old. I am a divinely guided goddess who chose to reincarnate into this body, um, to bring awareness to how important it is to laugh in the world, to help raise the vibrations of planet earth you know with some hilarious laughter to contribute to the collective consciousness of you know be a part of this awakening things like that you know i just recently realized that i'm like a super superhero and i have a major role and i put my cape on and i love it <laughs> and that's not bragging that's just being honest you know everybody has a role everybody re reincarnated for a purpose a reason you know whatever yours may be i realized mine is um amazing and I'm walking in my purpose. It's been something that I've been doing my whole life, being funny. But now I'm just allowing it to be hilariously healing. So, yeah. So, I'm 33. 
I have one child. I have a son. Um, he's amazing. He's nine. He's a Gemini. So we uh get along well some days. Some days, you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, you know, thank you for choosing me to be your mother. Um, I accept you as my son. But, you know what I'm saying, we need to just, like, sit down in some separate rooms today and just chill, you know. Let me miss you. <laughs> Let me miss you. No, I'm just kidding. I love my son so much. But, um, yeah, we have really a really great relationship, you know. Um, he is so dope. So dope. But, yeah, so I'm from Omaha, Nebraska, born and raised in the Midwest. Hey, now, cornfields. Yes, but it's black people there. I lived in the city. Omaha is the city. It's not like you would think. It's not all mountains and whatever. On the outskirts, it is. But, you know, I'm pretty sure you heard of Omaha, uh, not Omaha, Nebraska, excuse me. Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks, yes, really known for its steaks, ribeyes, and things like that. Ugh, even though, you know, I'm vegan now. Um, I just, you know, that's where I'm from. And a lot of people always say, oh, yeah, home of the, home of the beef. You know, home of the beef, Omaha Steaks. And Mutual of Omaha. Mutual of Omaha is a really uh, popular uh, company, Fortune 500 company that has employed a lot of people. Um, people, I know people come to Omaha just to work there. Like, it's a good job, I heard. I've never worked there, but I know people who have. And shout out to them. They be getting their coins. But um, anyway, yeah, Omaha, Nebraska is where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? Nice little place. Uh, but I realized that as I got on my spiritual journey that I needed to branch out into the world. I needed to travel. Because for some reason, I never traveled. <laughs> I just was in Omaha. You know what I'm saying? Looking at shit on the ground. Like, why you ain't out here? <laughs> but no, like, I, you know, I just was, I guess I was complacent to a degree. You know? Because I didn't really, really, like, you know what I'm saying, let it get to me to the point that I wasn't traveling until I realized, like, girl, you ain't went no motherfucking where. You need to get out the States. So, um, yeah, that's that. So I left. Um, no, let me go back. So that's that. You know what I'm saying? Once I realized that I got on my spiritual journey in 2014, lightly, you know what I'm saying? I was in it, but I wasn't in it, in it. You know what I'm saying? I was skimming off the top still, you know what I'm saying? Kind of going to church, didn't want to leave Jesus because I didn't know who I was going to call on. So I was like, wait a minute, if I just be out here with no savior, like who going to save me? Like I need to be calling on somebody. And then I realized that I got to call on myself. Got to save myself. Like anybody else going to save you, but you, you know, everything starts within as within. So without, so I was like, Oh, okay. And then I was like, damn, that shit sound hard. <laughs> that shit sound like kind of complicated. I mean, I got to really be holding myself accountable for shit. I got to really, <laughs> I just can't, you know, give it to Jesus. I can't, you know what I'm saying? Give him the wheel. You know what I'm saying? I can't just be like, hey, Jesus, take this. No, I had to be like, hey, Melanin, take this. Get this together. Work on this. Fix this. So um, in the beginning, I really didn't uh, tap into the whole spiritual healing. I was just learning information. I was really more like um, just into the pro-black, into the fuck the police shit, into the police brutality amongst Melanin people. You know, I was really so um, into that, like just angry um, really big, um, critical thinker. Some people like to use the word, uh, conspiracy theories, which I, whatever, tomato, not a tomato, but yeah, critical thinker, you know, just was that on that part, you know, really focusing on the, uh, the other part. And so, yeah, that was the beginning of my journey. It was so crazy how I used to go so deep into that information, into that, uh, in that phase. And then as I began to get like deeper into like, um, uh, Aset, Asar, Haru, you know, comedic science and learning things about, um, 
our true heritage, you know, what got me together, and I'm pretty sure it got a lot of people together, um, was Hidden Colors. Hidden Colors got my life, uh, one, two, and three. Me and my son sat down and watched it. We were, you know, informed. You know, after that, you know everything. <laughs> after that, you you laced. Honey, I had a notebook writing shit down. You can tell me I wasn't about to uh, put some shit on uh, Twitter and Facebook because I knew a lot. <laughs> one, two, and three, B, I'm lit. You can tell me I didn't know a lot. How you doing? I was uh <laughs> dropping facts real quick. Then somebody would come into the comment and say some shit that I kind of didn't know. I said, like, uh-uh, let me Google this. You ain't about to try to drop knowledge on me on my post. Because I was at that point in my face like, who know more? Who know more? You know what I'm saying? And not even really listening to hear an answer. And not realizing at that time that everybody know a little bit of something that somebody else don't know. And it's all still connected. But it was more about, let me get my information out there first. Let me be the first one to know it. Because in Omaha, um, being on that, it just happened like, kind of, not overnight, but everybody wanted to be conscious. Everybody wanted to be, Kendrick Lamar came out with the songs. And, you know, I remember it. It was just like, look at everybody coming into, and then the people who kind of been knowing since the 90s, looking at people like me, like, yeah, I used to be like you, want to just be throwing out information because you just, you just jumped off the porch. So that's where I was. But at the same time, though, I was really still learning. I wasn't just, you know, picking up something, throwing it out there and not really reading it. I was going deep. So, you know, it helped me to get on my journey in the morning too. I uh, will put myself out there to be exposed. Shit, you got to learn, you know? So that was the beginning of my phase, um, of my journey, as far as my spiritual journey, like how it started to happen and, and then um, I had a homegirl at the time that was my good homegirl who I thought, honey, you know how that shit go. And when you elevate, you elevate. And when you shine, you shine. And some people just can't handle it because they ain't elevating and shining how you shine. And you have to realize that's not your ego. That's really be what it be sometimes because everybody has a different mission in life. And some people is not to all be um, like, I guess, in a, you know, to be a star star or whatever the case it may be, you know what I'm saying? But if that's your goal and that's what you want to be, go for it. And don't let nobody tell you you can't be a star. It's people out here being stars for all kind of shit. But anyway, you already a star anyway, just wrapped in the flesh. But if you want to allow your inner star to shine externally in this world and people recognize it on a whole different spectrum, allow yourself to do that. But anyway, I digress because um, the person who actually got me on <laughs> to the crystals, to the spirituality, to connecting to my higher self, just tapped me into a whole lot of information uh, was this person. I had to release her. <laughs> it took a long time, but she she showed me I had to release her when it was time, honey. She exposed herself and she had been doing it slowly but surely, but I was ignoring it because I just, it was some different shit going on. Trauma love, trauma relationships. But anyway, even trauma friendships, they happen. Let me get to the point. Let me get to the point. But yeah, she was lacing me with all kind of information, getting me together. And I was like taking it and um, utilizing it and learning from it and utilizing it in my life that would help me grow. You know what I'm saying? Like even as far as candle magic and being in tune with um, my inner magical goddess, having the power to create, manifest, setting intentions, doing new moon rituals and magic spells, like all of that. She got me. She turned me on to it. I will not lie about that. You know what I'm saying? But the same person that put you on be the same person that be feeling some type of way when they don't expect you to utilize the information that they gave you and be greater as fuck with it. You know, it'd be like that, though. But um, Usher made a song about it. You know what I'm saying? He really wanted to get with the girl, but he introduced her, the homie. Like, but you really wanted to get with her that whole time. And now you want to speak your truth. 
anyway, uh, that's a whole different story, but it's the same thing, it's the same, um, similarity, that's what happens, pay attention to shit like that, anyway, so, um, I got on the journey, I really got into candle magic, I really got into manifesting, I got into mantras, I got into realizing that, um, words are powerful, laws of attraction, um, it was just so deep in 2015, it was, a uh, no, excuse me, 2016, it was amazing, 2016, because I started in 2014, but by 2016, it was natural hair, um, crystals, I was dressing different, you know, it was just, man, December 2015 changed my life, I bought my first set of crystals, and it was like right at the winter solstice, and then going into the uh, Gorgorian calendar as the new year, as they would say, January, you know, um, I began to feel the spiritual change going deeper. And it was starting to really um, trigger something that I had been ignoring for years. Even throughout my spiritual journey and realizing certain things, I was ignoring this really major portion of my journey and my growth and my well-being was my health. And... um the shit started to kick in really deeply. And um, so somehow Spirit sent me Dr. Sebi, uh, Baba Dick Gregory, um, a brother by the name of KT Arch Degree, another brother by the name of Dr. Minister Inky. Uh, they started to send me them into my life. And they are really dope when it comes to honey. They are dope when it comes to the knowledge. And you already know, you guys know who uh, these people are. If you don't, Google, I mean, Instagram, Facebook, whatever the case may be. You should really be tapping into their into their uh their vibrations and you know elevate to that frequency because it's lit. And so anyway, it helped change my life. So um that was back in 2016, January. And I was like, why am I learning all this information? Like it was just teaching me about foods and how food is being processed. I'm like, dang, how is this a part of our spiritual journey? Like in between, you know, YouTube suggesting things, it was starting to suggest things in regards to food. But I knew, though, why? Because I was already have been feeling like food was messing with me since I was 19. I'm going to be honest. And that was the portion that I said I had been ignore ignoring. I was 19 in 2005. So by 2015, that's 10 years later. 10, oh, damn, a decade later. Yeah. Because the 15th, 2015... It was real. My body was like, you got to get your shit together. You can't be, you're getting spiritual now. You're realizing shit's connected. Nothing is separate. You you need to stop now ignoring the fact that your body is the housing of the vehicle, your vehicle housing your soul. And your soul is telling you that you need to eat cleaner. You need to remove these things from your body. And it was happening. And I was really like trying to ignore it. So 2016 January is when my body started to just go bananas bananas after my first attack in 2005 um when i was 19 um moved into my uh, when i moved into my first apartment and i was wild back then i was drinking hella bad eating hella bad smoking hella cigarettes and hella weed and just like just doing the most and so 10 years later like that's when i really started to like feel the effects again I guess it was dormant and it was resurfacing, allowing, letting me know, like, hey, I've been sitting here now. It's time to be released. Wow, this is, look at this. This is so healing. This is a holistically hilarious, hilarious healing podcast. Well, I'm just, I'm putting this together as I'm speaking to you guys as well. Like, it's so dope to see how your body tells you things and how your body operates and how spirit operates and how your soul is connected to everything. Because anything can take you out anytime. Something that's been in your body that can be very toxic and detrimental to your health that can take you out, but it hadn't. 
and it want to give you the chance to heal because you you need to heal because it's part of your journey. It's deep. Think about things on a deeper level. Realize how powerful you are, how much of a purpose you have. This is why I want to go ahead and talk about it on Tuesday. I'm going to talk about this. Talk about it Tuesday on this new moon. Set my intentions to continue to be great. Setting my intentions to continue to tell my story of healing as it inspired others to heal. You know, it's amazing. I love it. I love me. I love y'all divinely got it asses. Thank you for tapping into the Holistically Hilarious podcast, podcast vibes. Shit. Mercury and Leo got me tongue twisted. Let me get it together. Let me get it together. <laughs> no, but so like. Um, yeah, so YouTube started su to suggest all of these different videos. So I got into Dr. Sebi and I had hella notebooks. I was writing things down and jotting things down. And then I started watching documentaries about the food, uh, all of the documentaries that was coming out back in 2015. You guys remember. And so what the, um, what the hell, fork over, forks over knives, all of them on my Netflix. I said, where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? And then, so anyway, me and my son sat down and watched it. And he was like, bruh, we are vegan, mom. And I was like, what, boy? I'm trying to be like, uh, you know, I want some shrimp alfredo. You know what I'm saying? I want some bacon, bitch. Because I was a baconator. I used to eat hella bad. Hella motherfucking bad. People thought because I had a little shape. Honey, I was looks. Internally fucked up. It was awful. I ate bad, bad. All hours of the night. And I love to cook. Bruh, I can cook, cook, cook. I love to cook. It's something that I do very well, very, very well. And so I used to sell dinners like at work, you know, on the low, you know what I'm saying? When I did telemarketing, you know, slide the drill up and people getting burritos, you know what I'm saying? Like it was real. Like I was like the vending machine. People would come to me for lunch. You know what I'm saying? They put their orders in on Monday. I'm coming on Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? Even if I wasn't working that day, I'm still coming up there dropping off, you know what I'm saying? Food, getting coins. I used to love to cook. People love to eat my food. Anyway, so like I was, I was eat, eating. And so... Uh, January, I had got the flu real bad. Like the man, it took me out, had me down for seven days. Shout out to my mama for holding me down because I couldn't get out of my bed. She helped me take care of my son, got him to school, and did shit for him. And man, I was sick, sick. And I said, "Damn, you know what I'm saying? How is this happening? I'm on Facebook, Instagram, making posts about food. You know, being poisoned and shit. Cause like I got on my conscious tip in the beginning, I was all you know egotistical talking shit. You know what I'm saying? Once I got on that vegan information, I'm putting shit out there about how the food poisoning and this and that. But I was still eating the shit. You know what I'm saying? Being aware of how poisonous it was. And so I remember when I got the flu, my body was so full of uh, mucus and it was just so you know not hydrated, not oxygenated. You know, just fucked up, just discombobulated. It was no balance. And so, um, January, you would have thought that I made a conscious decision to goddamn it, you know, go vegan since I was getting this information. No, uh-uh. I was still, you know, eating shit, being careful, started doing turkey bacon, chicken sausage, you know, thinking I'm doing some shit, but I really wasn't doing nothing. You know, buying the shit that don't have the, um, antibiotics in it, grass-fed. And then when I think about that shit, it's like, damn, they was grass-fed, home-fed, raised to be cool, and then y'all kill them? That's deep. Y'all some traitors. Bitch, I ain't real. So that guy, you know, they got killed, you know, on a lie. You know what I'm saying? They dying, you know what I'm saying, knowing they got betrayed. Now I'm eating their energy, <laughs> eating betrayal energy. Anyway, that's a different story. I'll talk about that later, later. So, um, yeah, January, February, March, my body was just like, yes, yeah, sis, you need, you need to make a change. I'm getting more into my spiritual journey, getting my crystals up. I'm seeing myself manifest. I'm realizing that this time that I'm about to be leaving my job, this 2016, because I was like, I can't keep working no more. I'm getting too black for this shit. White America, corporate America is not what's going on with me. I started to wear my hair natural, because after I got the flu, I took this goddamn weave out my hair, because... 
that shit, I was like, is this playing a role in me being sick? Because when I was uh sick, when I was sweating so bad, I had these faux locks in my head. My edges was coming out. It was just crazy. So I sucked the hair out. And I was natural right after that. Bam. Started getting my chakra crystals on at work looking real black. You know what I'm saying? Real melanated. Real goddess-like. And they looking at me like, she changing. And I was like, yeah, she is. You know, my coworkers started noticing it. It was causing some, you know, situations, some tension. I felt it because people looking at me like, uh, she changing. So it was... It was, you know, it was difficult, but I allowed it to, uh, I, I didn't allow it to stop me. I allowed it to like kind of procrastinate some things, make me be shy about some things, but it didn't ever stop me. You know what I'm saying? But I, cause I was like only the one person I knew besides my friend at that time. And she lived out of town. So, you know, I would just call her and she, you know, I'll give her, she would give me advice and things like that. We would just talk, but nobody in the physical. So that's when I was like, oh, damn, y'all ain't even got nobody on my level here that's on this type of stuff. That's a female. It was all men. And so, um, yeah. So, um, after that, March came and then I took my son out of town for spring break. And I said, son, when we come back from spring break, I got a surprise. I think this is about to happen. Cause I was like, I want to go vegan because my body was like, just it was just acting up. And so, um, when we got back from our vacation in April, I was like, um, okay, we about to slowly transition. We started buying organic waffles. We, you know, we're doing research. I'm buying hella herbs online. I'm looking at like just herbs galore. Oh my goodness. It was so amazing to learn so much different stuff. I was so um, pleased with the fact that I'm in my spiritual journey. I got my crystals popping, my sage in my crib. Uh, I got, you know what I'm saying, Dr. Sebi in the background. I got, you know, my big speaker playing with him going on. You know, my whole home is a vibe. Everything my son is, you know what I'm saying, in the room watching spirit science. It's just like so much going on. I'm loving it. And so um, uh, it was just like next step is to be vegan. So um, one day I, I just, you know, I went to the doctor and I was like, let me find out if they can give me any information so I can just have some type of a paperwork, blood work to see what it is that I need to be removing from my body because I know something is going on inside. So when I went, they told me some shit that I really didn't want to hear. I was kind of like out of it. I heard them, but I didn't hear them because the westernized way of healing your body and medicine is, you know, they want to just go dramatic and shit. They want to do shit that's going to have more side effects, more problems. That's not even, I ain't got time. So they told me some shit that I didn't want to just, I didn't receive it. So, cause I knew what I had to do and it made sense as I was leaving the doctor's office crying, discombobulated. I was like, damn, I got in the car and I connected my, my Bluetooth connected. And what came on was a Dr. Sebi on my YouTube. And he was talking about some of the very similar things I just went on in the doctor's office. And it was like, bam, instantly. This is why since January I had been preparing my knowledge. So I went home and got my notebooks. And started comparing myself to what was going on, what I had written down. And it was so amazing how it was connecting. I, I just was like so, it, it was, I don't even know how to explain that out of body moment. When I realized that the motherfuckers be lying. The doctors, they want you to just come and they going to do whatever. And they going to see if this going to work. You I, you ain't about to see not a goddamn thing on me. And this was even before I got into laugh yoga. This is before I was even into Holistically Hilarious. This is 2016. Um... April, the beginning of April. And um, so I was sitting there and I just started just laughing. I busted out laughing really hard. And I was like, wow, this is funny. Now that you know, though, you have a choice to make. You have a choice to either allow it to make you sad and not do what you know you need to do. You've been given all the information. 
everything you need you've been given. This is why they've been prepping you. So I made a conscious decision. I said, I'm going to be smart and I'm going to recognize what is right in front of me. And I'm going to um, utilize all the tools that's been given to me. And just like that, day one was the next day. I took my son to school. And then after I took him to school, I came back home and the sun was shining into the living room. So beautiful. I remember that it was crazy because it was like I knew that like my life was changing that day. You know, when you can feel your life changing, you can just feel something that's going on that's about to be really dramatic for you. So anyway, um, I went in, um, got out of my truck, went into the house and right in the living room, which is so beautiful. So I go in the kitchen and I just started to remove every single thing every single item in there that was um bad and it was crazy because it was every goddamn thing it was not one thing in there from the sugar to the flour to the cornmeal that was worth saving even the salt the um seasonings because lemon pepper got yellow lake five and yellow lake five is awful like i remember towards um the end towards the um the journey like in january me and my son would like try to avoid it you know uh as we was learning information because i had him learning too and it was so dope how he would receive the information as well so i was like damn you know i was slowly making uh some changes but i still had all my old seasonings in the back of the cabinet for like when my mom come over and cook because i wasn't full you know i'm saying i was not vegan i just was adding healthier things and You know, I was one of them people that had every single kind of seasoning because I love flavor. And what I realized is that all of these different seasonings is mainly plants. And instead of me just eating the seasoning, putting it on vegetables and eating the plants, I was adding it on to the meat. And the meat was not delicious. It was the flavor. So that's a different story. So anyway, I took everything out of my goddamn house. It was like crazy how I realized, like, damn, my house is bare. So I put everything in the basement. And I was like, this is wild. I'm about to go to the store. Only store I knew at that time was Whole Foods. You know, that was uh the, the, the staple, you know, in Omaha, Nebraska. Where to get healthy food at? Because in the hood, we only had, you know, unhealthy stores. Not even no healthy restaurants. So I drove out to the boondocks where they had the Whole Foods. And I was like, damn, this shit is a whole new world. This shit was like real different, different. But the fact that I was in there, I guess I had on my crystals, my natural hair. And I looked... Like I fit in. I looked at like it was crazy because you don't want to say people look vegan or people look a certain way. But it was I was in there feeling how I was looking like this is where I'm supposed to be. Because like when I was going to certain stores, you know, in the hood and going to certain places, you know, I stood out. And it was just so uh and that's not trying to, you know, that's not, you know, being stereotyping and saying certain things about the hood. They don't have certain things in there. But y'all know how that is. You don't see a lot of people wearing uh crystal quartz, rose quartz, you know, copper and crystals and, um, you know, African print and things like that, head wraps, you know what I'm saying? You don't really see too much of that in the hood, just being honest. And so when I went out there, I was actually really pretty surprised to see it was uh, black vegans out there. It was um, more vegans than I even expected. It was dope. It was a variety. It was a mixture of people. So Whole Foods was my first experience. And I was like, damn, they're expensive as fuck. Like, if I have to come here and get every goddamn thing, I'm going to be broke. Like, I'm going to have to be by vegan. Like, I'm going to have to just be going back and forth between some shit because this is high. So, um, being the person that I am, Mercury and Leo, uh, I would just ask people in the store, hey, 
what is this? How does this work? Do you know about this? I was asking questions like, where can I find this? And then some people will be like, oh, you should probably get this from here and there and there. And I was like, what? They said, yeah, certain stores had other vegan food. It just had aisles called healthy living. And I'd never been to the healthy living aisles before because I was not in healthy living. And I was like, shut up. That is so wow. So um, that day I met like 10 new people in Whole Foods because I'm that person. And I still keep contact with them people uh, via like Facebook and Instagram as well, like years later. And they just like, wow, you really went on the journey and did all kind of stuff, you know, because for me to even be that type of a person is to walk up to somebody and start having a conversation. And then now we're walking around the grocery store together and they helping me shop. And it's like we're conversing. You have to really be a people's person. You know, you have to really be, you know, I, you know, I, I didn't even really realize that about myself. You know, it was a really humbling experience to open myself up to receive information from strangers in regards to um, being vegan. And they was asking me about my crystals and then they was asking me about my ma'at um, necklace, my unk on my finger. And because I was over here giving y'all straight uh, all set, honey, I'm giving you my ot. I'm giving you comedic goddess, you know, what I'm saying all day. It was such a beautiful thing. And so I just felt so like at home and home foods because like everything in there was very organic it was the freshness that it just the vibes and so um yeah it was dope that was so that was my first experience so long story short I bought the gang of shit oh my god I bought the gang of shit I spent like 324 dollars in that mug and so I went home and put the food up and realized that I got shit that I that didn't even go together I still couldn't even make a meal. So I had to like get back in the car and I went to some of the stores that was on the list that the people gave me and realized that wow it's a lot that goes on in different stores that you don't even have to go to Whole Foods all the time unless you want to get certain things. So my first day being, uh, you know, vegan shopping, you know, while my son was at school was pleasantly uh, pleasant because I was open. I was excited. I was allowing myself to receive information. I was cute that day. It was a beautiful April day, springtime. You know what I'm saying? Um, hair was popping, natural hair. And it was, I met dope people. So it was great. So that was my, that was how like I realized that my spiritual journey turned into like my health, my healthy eating journey because you are what you eat and your soul um, wants to be nourished with healthy live foods because you are energetic being, you need food that contain energy. And so, yeah, it was dope. So that was the beginning of my journey, how I got into spirituality, you know, uh, and how I, you know, switched over to becoming vegan. It was really for my health. You know, I wasn't, I didn't know about no animals, no PETA, and it ain't nothing against them. You know what I'm saying? That was later in my journey. But in the beginning, I was like, listen, I got to be healthy. <laughs> I got to get this fucking shit out of my body. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't like it. It don't make me feel good. And I had to be honest with myself. I couldn't put a Band-Aid on something that I knew was going to shit eventually, you know, take me out. You might rip the Band-Aid off and fucking shit turn into an ancestor. And I didn't want that to happen. So I was like, you got to stop playing with yourself. You on this spiritual journey out here talking about Ashe. You about to Ashe your ass away. You better get in alignment to receive some health care in your kitchen. Because <laughs> you a spiritual entrepreneur. Oh, I didn't even tell y'all that shit. Oh, that ain't even got there yet. Yeah, so I wasn't an entrepreneur then. I was still working at the job. So, okay. This was this was, this is when it, when it was getting over with. I had um, woke up. So I went and got my son from school. That evening. This is crazy. That evening... We didn't even still eat no vegan food. Well, we kind of did. We went to um, a restaurant and got some pasta. He had a little cheese on his spaghetti, some Parmesan. I got some pasta, some vegan shit. But I didn't even eat the food I bought because I didn't know how to cook it. I ain't had time to Google the recipe. The food was just in there. But I did go home after we got something to eat at the restaurant, and I made him some lunch for school tomorrow, PB&J, and I had got these little snacks. 
And so um, I made me a vegan lunch for work. And I took him to school. I said, I put a lunch in there, put a note in there, went in there and talked to the teacher. I said, he vegan today. Like, he ain't about to be eating nothing. He ain't got no business. He got everything he need right here. And uh, that's that. So I went to work. I was vegan. You know, people looking at me eating shit. I'm like, what is really going on? It was a salad. By the time we used to seeing you eating. And that's how you know shit different when people say they used to seeing you eating. Like, I mean, it's so wild. So, yeah, I had my salad. I'm eating my salad or whatever. And I low-key was really hungry still as fuck. I didn't even like salads. I had never had a salad until I went vegan. And so I didn't even eat the salad then, really. I swear to God, I really didn't even eat the salad. I ended up going to get some potato chips out of the vending machine and had some Lay's potato chips. Because at the time, I didn't realize they had pesticides and shit on them, too, like that. And they was, like, that bad. So I got some Lay's potato chips. You know what I'm saying? But I still was vegan that day. But, yeah, I realized, too, like, uh, and the people at my job I was cool with sometimes, we would actually hang out outside of work, and I didn't feel no support. So, as you already knew, them them relationships was going to be just back work relationships, like, not really seeing you too much outside of work. But, yeah, it was only like that, though, um, because, like, I felt myself changing. But I do know I had a major impact on one of my coworkers, honey, because she went natural. She had a son that was at the same age as my son, or a year older, so we was cool. And we hung out outside of work, so I had a major influence on her life, not being vegan, because she used to eat her chicken wings, but her hair wasn't natural. So you just got to realize that you are always influencing other people, no matter what you do. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, my co-workers talking shit, co-workers talking shit. It was a long day for me. So it's kind of a long, when you're not mentally strong, it can take you under. And I wasn't mentally strong, strong yet, but I knew I had to do what I had to do for my body. So um, I realized that day one, I shouldn't have ate them chips because it made my stomach hurt because I was realizing food was the problem. And that's when I started to Google potato chips and realized potato chips is bad. Because I had bought my son these one type of potato chips to take to school that was vegan, but they would still buy a company that used pesticides. So you can buy organic potato chips. I found that out afterwards. So anyway, like, um, I went and got my son from school and he was angry. I wanted to have this today. So I realized that I couldn't just send him to school being vegan. And I didn't go with him that day to encourage him to, to lift his spirits. And people would question what he eating. Because, he you know, he just woke up vegan. You know what I'm saying? He just woke up vegan as fuck. He didn't know what was going on. You know, I just transitioned him. You know what I'm saying? And um, that wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? So um, I had to, you know, the next day... Um, I was actually off work, which was a great thing because I was going to call in if I wasn't because I was really getting tired of my job. It just wasn't feeling right for me. Like I was getting into like the medicine and I, I was a nurse, a nursing assistant, a CNA and a medication aide. And I'm realizing how shit is poisonous. I'm killing people. Being in a nursing field is the most unhealthiest field. All nurses smoke cigarettes mostly and they pregnant smoking cigarettes. You see all kind of shit. Do y'all want to come in here and tell me about my health and my well-being? You need to take care of your motherfucking self. So as I got on my healthcare journey, I realized I was working in the most unhealthiest uh, field you can work in. True story. So anyway, um, I was happy to be off because I went to school with my son the next day and for breakfast and for lunch. And I sink the pressure. I seen the pressure. They had the strawberry milk, the milk I used to love. They got these big ass sugar cookies for breakfast, uh, coffee cakes, all this sweet shit. And he's sitting here like, cause I was still new. So I didn't know what the really shit I was doing. So it was pressure. And you know, we changing our relationship. I'm becoming spiritual, learning how to communicate with my son, not telling, you know, talking to him crazy because being on my spiritual journey, I learned how to better communicate with my son, how to be a better mother, you know, things like this. So I'm watching him being frustrated, you know, but then at the same time, I'm watching him also, you know, break himself from uh, being addicted to certain drugs because that's what food is. It's drugs. 
It makes you sick. It's poison. So I was like, wow, you know, uh, I don't want to do my baby like this. You know, I don't want to do my baby like this. So um, uh, that day, uh, what I did was that day we left. We left school because I didn't have, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. So his lunch was whack as fuck. I ain't even going to lie. So we left school and we went to the library and Google recipes. And we seen what we had at home. I mean, I knew what I had at home and I seen what I needed. A lot of shit. I swear, like, in the beginning, I'm happy it happened around income tax time. And I had just got my taxes because, you know, that's why I was able to buy these foods. Because I didn't even know Whole Foods except food stamps. Or I would have been paying for them with my stamps at the time. This is some real shit. This is the beginning of my journey, y'all. I'm being 100% honest with y'all. So, anyway, me and my son sat down at the library, Googled some recipes and shit like that. And then um, we went home and we decided to make some things. And it still wasn't the best, best, but it was better. You know what I'm saying? It was better. And so that night we just chilled out and we really talked about our journey as about to be vegan. And he was like, mom, we, he, he said it to me, mom, we're making a lot of changes. You know, we're vegan and we're spiritual, you know, like I'm just different. You know, he realized it too. Cause when you doing this journey, you have an effect on your child. And so, um, I said, yeah, and this is a great, I kept telling him how powerful he is, how he's Haru and you know, I'm all set, just pushing him forward. It was amazing. You know how, I was realizing that, am I making me and my son the black sheep? And I was like, this could be. This could really be what's happening. Um, This is like the shit you see in the TVs, in the, in the TV shows, in the movies. I was like, wow. So that was also showing me, too, about how you have the power to create and manifest your reality, your world, by just shifting how you perceive things and shifting your reality and changing how you want to live. So anyway, yeah, they're on out. Um, I pushed myself to learn how to make different vegan food. Um, and then I learned how to start to make these dope ass salads because my body started to crave salads because I was going to be that vegan. that was eating like, um, frozen chicken and shit like that. And I was like, my body was like, you don't need to go that route. So I started to make these banging ass salads and they were so delicious. And I was like, wow, I have four signature salads. Next thing you know, I opened up a restaurant. And while I was planning to open up my restaurant, I was in the middle of leaving my job. Mentally, I was already gone. Physically, I was going to clock in. I was there. And I was like, this is, you know what I'm saying? I'm feeling something happening. Long story short, the job was was a wrap. I released the goddamn job. I released the job. And um, uh, I had to end up opening up my restaurant or my, my vegan eatery place, Sunkissed Organic Salad and Smoothies. First vegan spot like this in Omaha, Nebraska had to open it up sooner than expected, which was cool though, because I needed the coins. So, and it was received pretty well. You know, a lot of people was curious, even when it comes to salads, they're like, what's in it? How is it a vegan salad? But all salads are vegan. This is how I knew the mis, the, uh, the mis, uh, interpretation, the misunderstanding, the miscommunication, the lack of understanding, the fucking whatever had been missed. <laughs> For people to be asking what's vegan in a salad when a salad should be vegan. But I forgot people put eggs and chicken and bacon bits and all of that. So, you know, cheese and the ranch, all of that. So people was really curious. Anyway, some people really rocked with it. It was amazing. Uh, Sunkissed Organic Salad and Smoothies. It was my vegan spot. Ran out of my home and I would do deliveries. Me and my son, it was dope. It was April, May, June, July. By August, um, I was a full, I was just an entrepreneur. Had been, my birthday was in August, but I was realizing that. Um, it's not being received enough here in Omaha. And in order for me to make an actual living doing this, I would have to just really like branch out. So I started to get these visions of me leaving Omaha, traveling out of town and moving. And I'm like, damn, I'm planning to do this shit and I ain't even making enough money to be here. You know, so I downsized. I had to, the universe downsized me. Um, 
I went to go live with a friend in August. And then it was weird living with people who eat meat and I don't eat meat. You know, so a lot of things started happening in the spiritual journey and being vegan. I was really in the middle of um, a spiritual awakening. Shit was making sense, but it wasn't making sense. It was it was just wild. And I was going through my Saturn return pre-beginning of it. Didn't even know. Y'all, this is begin this is amazing. This is all 2016. I'm about to take y'all here. I ain't gonna do it all on this podcast. I'm gonna just break y'all down. I'm gonna do a talk about it Tuesday. I just decided that right now. The universe said it. Do a talk about it Tuesday. And every Tuesday I'll take you deeper into my into my journey. So y'all can see how the miracles happen. Cause I ain't even got into the miracles yet. I ain't even got into the miracles. I swear you. I swear to you, I love strangers. I love strangers more than I love family sometimes. I really love strangers because they, they'll pull up on you and assist you in your time of need real quick. But anyway, so yeah, in August of 2016, um, I realized that, yeah, being a full-time entrepreneur and a single mother, being vegan and bougie, and it was it was a lot. It was expensive. I couldn't afford it because I wasn't manifesting properly. So like, I began to live with, Different people, a little bit, you know, and it was weird for my son. I had to put our stuff in storage because we were used to having our own place. And so by October, I said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and get our own place again. Um, And I got our own place October, November, December, January. Spirit said, you keep, it was a month to month lease, let me tell you that. Because if it was a year lease, I really was not kind of trying to keep breaking lease because that's when I started to realize too, credit was important. Anyway, so it was a month-to-month lease. (laughs) In January, it ended unbeknownst to me, which was wild because the universe pushed me out. So I went back to live with some people with my mom. It did not work. Um, So I was living with my mom back and forth and uh, with my mom and my friend between January and March. It was wild. By March, um, it was spring break. I went to go send my son to live with his father uh, for spring break, to stay with his father for spring break. I want to go get a hotel room. I said, I ain't got to live with my homegirl crib. I'm going to just stay at a hotel. And um, in that time, I met somebody who lived in Miami. And he was a cool ass, very divinely got his soul, bought to me by the universe and my ancestors. Long story short, we started chopping it up real deep, got to know each other, you know, via the social media. This was Facebook back then. And I took a trip to Miami. Long story short, how did I make it happen? Divinely got it. Coins fell into my life. I'm telling you, it was amazing. I was able to book my flight. I had to go buy a suitcase. I had to buy a neck pillow. Had to get shit to travel with because I had never left Omaha before. And it was about to be a blizzard. And I said to him, I didn't want to be, I don't want to be here. We texting back and forth or in each other DMs. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. Um, it's about to be uh snowing. He said, come to uh Miami. I said, shit, don't test me with a good time. He said, I ain't playing. Bam, next thing you know, shit, a week later, March 17th through the 24th for spring break. Ah! For the spring equinox, I was in Miami. That's when I realized that I am in alignment. I'm receiving, I'm manifesting. It was dope. Yes, honey, shout out to him. Yeah, we still cool to this day. And he still is a divinely guided love note sent to me by the universe to this day. I appreciate him so much. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, I took my first trip to Miami. Um, and I got to go to Chicago too, because I had to catch a mega bus from Omaha to Chicago because Omaha does not have an international airport. It's so expensive. So I caught a mega bus from Omaha to Chicago and then flew from Chicago into Miami. Ooh, and that landing coming into Miami was beautiful. Y'all don't know how amazing that felt Oh, to just like, it was, it was just happening like this, like how my fingers are snapping. And 
Cause I, I, it was just like, it was so amazing. Cause I needed it. I needed to get away. I needed to get by the beach. That's when I realized that I was like a water goddess, a moon goddess. I used to be a mermaid, you know, in a past life, I have ties to certain, uh, lineage that, you know what I'm saying? I'll talk about later. You know what I'm saying? So it was deep and, uh, it was amazing how I manifested him. And then he, he manifested me because we needed each other at that time. You know, it was non-sexual. It was no relationship. We were just actual friends. I didn't have to worry about getting an Airbnb or a hotel room. I was able to stay at his place. He went to work while I was there. That's how much he trusted me to be at his home. You know, only people that really knew where I was going was my good girlfriend at the time, who I'm no longer cool with, the one that I was talking about in the beginning. She knew uh, where I was. And then the girl who I was staying with at that time, which was um, her best friend. They've been best friends since they was little girls. So that's how I have to tell y'all that because it's crazy how I tie in together. So I'm living in her house. And, um, they both best, best friends, but I'm just a friend, come to find out. So, anyway, um, yeah, I get to Miami. Miami is beautiful. It's amazing. I have so many life-changing moments. We see so many divinely guided angel numbers, sacred geometry leading us to where we need to go. Um, life was beautiful. It was amazing. Um, it was so dope. Miami was everything. It changed my entire life. And when I left, we both cried. That's how I knew it was amazing, because we both cried. And it was just because of the connection. You know what I'm saying? That we had on a spiritual level. So, yeah, my first trip that I ever took to was manifested was to Miami, Florida, baby. I went to Fort Lauderdale. He took me around. We had got a rental car. He took me around, showed me places, took me out to eat. You know what I'm saying? It was cool. I appreciated him for that. And so, yeah. So, what I had to come back to Omaha. Uh, and this was so beautiful how this happened. I had caught the plane back from Miami to Chicago and I met my son in Chicago because that's where he was at for spring break with his father so I met my son in Chicago and we both listen met him in Chicago see how that worked and picked him up I was doing bullshit I was bossing on a spiritual level I picked him up um and it was wild because I didn't have no more money so I picked him up I didn't even have his ticket I thought I bought it but I didn't I was in the moment so when we got to the mega bus the guy was you see my ticket and um it was virtual on a receipt he was like, you got his. I was trying to act like I was looking for it. Long story short, he was like, good on. So we got on. But I didn't have time to stop and get no food. Long story short, they stopped so we got some food. But um, uh, it wasn't, you know what I'm saying, uh, vegan food. No, because this was in March. We wasn't vegan yet. This was in March. This was before all of this happened. This was March, spring equinox. April is when, um, April 1st is when I went to the doctor. Then I came back and then all of that happened. But this was in March spring equinox so yeah we stopped got some food and my son was like mom you know what the what's up baby we just about to eat this you know and we watched we ate we ate on the road and then we watched get out you know on the way back to Omaha and then I was like I don't know what's about to go on when we come back to Omaha because I just had this life-changing experience I see things differently I know that I want to make this major change in my life um I had a restaurant you know what I'm saying? By the time uh, I started making jewelry, I was lacing myself with all types of jewelry. And when I got back to uh, Omaha, I realized that I don't even want to just sell food. I want to make jewelry too. I'm going to have another business. So it was just a lot going on. So many downloads because I've seen so much. You know, I was exposed to so much and I was receiving uh, information in regards to all the talents and gifts that I had. So, um, yeah. So it was amazing. So when I got back to Omaha, um, huh? Life was changed. Life had changed. It was the beginning of an ending of an ending of a new beginning. And I'm gonna leave it right there. You know what I'm saying? I told you that's like that's like the beginning of the journey. You know, the spirituality came 
and it uh woke up a uh, a deep demon within me, you know, some disease. I had to go to the doctor, find out that they didn't know what they was doing. So I had to heal myself, you know. Um, took my first trip to Miami, manifested that in March, spring equinox. <laughs> my son, you know, how that all was divinely guided, how everything happened, you know. Um, how the strange man was brought into my life, the bus driver who allowed us to get on, who stopped to get food so we can have a nice ride back, cuddled up. So amazing. Um, uh, yeah. And so when I got back to Omaha, I had to make a decision. And when I got back to Omaha, I had no idea how, uh, my life was changing in the spirit realm. And I hadn't caught up in the physical realm because I was lost in the sauce. So I'm going to leave it there. Yeah, I'm going to leave it there. We ended uh, me being vegan. Me being vegan. Me and my son, newly vegan, newly spiritual. Um, Restaurant opened up. Yep, coming back from, yeah. April 2016. It's deep. So yeah, I appreciate y'all. Talk about it Tuesday. That's about me. That's my story. That's the beginning of my story. That's parts of me. You know, parts of Melanin, her journey. It was amazing. Oh, I love it. I can't wait to get into the next one. But um, this has been a, a holistically hilarious healing journey. I appreciate you guys for tapping into the hilarious healing journey and getting to know me um, on a deeper level. Uh, it's been real. Let's manifest. Let's manifest. Let's stay in alignment. Let's receive. Let's use our gifts to change the world. Tell your story because you never know who's listening. And you can be the inspiration someone needs to get started on their journey, you know? So, yes, let's end this with some hilarious healing laughter. Let's um, ground all of this uh, high vibrational energy, you know, all of this um, that was just received. We're going to inhale love. And then we're going to exhale laughter. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. I appreciate y'all. And so next Tuesday, we're going to talk about it again. Love and laughter. (laughs) Laugh or stay. (laughs) Girl, melanin. I cannot deal right now. I feel like I'm having a life attack. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Best friend, calm down. What's going on? A little bit of this and a little bit of that. Girl, life is what's going on. Life is going to always go on, best friend. Here, chill. Join me. And do what? In a hilarious healing exercise. (laughs) Oh, girl. Okay. All right. It goes like this. Inhale love. Exhale laughter. Okay. Join me and close your eyes. And inhale love. And exhale laughter. Do you feel it? (laughs) Yeah, I feel silly. But it's weird because I feel it working too. Where did you learn this from? A hilarious healing one-on-one session. Best friend, you should most definitely book you a session. Oh, Melanin, I'm most definitely all over this right now. What's that website again? www.holisticallyhilarious.com Girl, can you spell that for me? (laughs) Yeah, best friend, I got you www.holistically, hilarious, h e 
A-L-A-R-I-O-U-S. Girl, inhale love, exhale laughter. That's my whole new mood. I cannot wait to get my one-on-one hilarious healing session on. <laughs> yes, girl, because we are healing through laughter. 